Welcome to Don't Wait the Kids podcast, episode number 63. I'm your co-host, Ryan. And I'm Samantha. This podcast takes place when kids are asleep. Let's see how long it lasts. Yeah, because it's nap time right now. We're doing it a, a, a daytime, midday Ugh, recording. Because sometimes, I don't know if you've noticed, but we've been a little bit slacking on the posting because I get tired at night, you know? And that's usually when we record. <laughs> so. <It's> key. <laughs> Yeah. yeah so i thought we might as well you know record in the daytime mm. just in case i have to go to bed tonight okay so there we are <sighs> and hopefully i'm gonna try something different with the audio quality because i've noticed a couple weird things so we're gonna experiment with that and hopefully this turns out a lot better than the last one because i won't listen to a podcast with bad audio you know goodness what yeah okay so let's see uh what's new with us it's well spring break last day last day of spring, break. of spring break first day of holy week and i've gotten really used to spring break this this time around What's that mean i just i don't think i have it in me to what go back to school <laughs> back to school back to school so for like i work at a school so it's different it's different than spring breaks before you know how so because you don't deal with kids, and not that they're not fantastic and amazing, but it's a lot, you know. They're little, they're little energy suckers. <laughs> they're like little <laughs> energy leeches. energy lead. That's what I was gonna say. They are. Yeah, sure. And like I, when it's just sometimes when it's Tuesday, I'm like, really Tuesday? We can't be at at least Wednesday. Wednesday is like all right. I only have thursday to get through and then it's friday and friday is really the best day because you got your whole weekend to look forward to you know you just describe the work week to everyone <laughs> those who don't know what a work week is that's exactly how it works the beginning yeah, you're like people, oh not this week again some people love saturday and i'll i say no friday night that's my night you got the whole weekend it's like what are you talking about everyone loves friday night a what, lot. Are you, what are you talking about even being at, at school on Friday, it's like, well, if this is the last day, you know, we did it. We yes. made it. Mm-hmm. You just described the work week <laughs> to everyone who's ever worked Monday through Friday. All right. Well. good. So it was spring break. <laughs> so. Hardships, am I right? <laughs> something ridiculous happened at the beginning of spring break. Do you want to talk about that? Because you were the one that discovered it. Uh, I don't know if I want to talk about it talk about it anyway i don't know which one we're talking about actually specifically now stan lee oh there our our second grader came home with an assignment to do over spring break for second graders which you know i'm not against as long as it's like not as long as it's like uh a nothing assignment you know what i'm saying like 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 what did you do just 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 so kids are thinking like what did i do during spring break that's fine. Right, like a little essay a li- or something. What did? Ooh, or, uh, here's I, what I'm thinking. Essay's a stretch. Okay, see, for our son, he's great at math. All right, so that's nice. I, I was terrible at it. Um, he's great at math and certain subjects. He doesn't love reading right now. Reading and writing are harder for him. So what I was planning on doing was doing a lot, like just reading every day. But then his school messed it up by giving some ridiculous assignment and it was my first day was it the same night like the it was friday or something where you opened this no it was like it was a 
binder. A binder. <laughs> That's how I, I'm already upset. I was like, what's this? <laughs> Is this? Are we supposed to be doing this? So there's, so Sebastian made this, this, it's called Flat Stanley, but our son was raised by his dad. And so he calls him Stan Lee, which I think is adorable. <laughs> That's what I thought he was saying. I was like, oh, it's Stan Lee. I thought like, oh, I thought the teacher was doing it like, you know, an homage. Yeah. Which is so cute. Stan Lee. Anyway, so Flat Stanley um, is every, every child in, I think this, I don't know if it's a, I think it might be a. I don't know if it's a school-wide thing. Is it a school-wide thing? I don't know, but at least every second grader has this made this little guy. He's a flat little guy, a 2D man that they colored it's and drew. It's a cutout guy. It's a cutout guy. And you're supposed to, you were supposed to take this Stan Lee with you everywhere over spring break. And not only that, you take pictures with him every, you, they said in the binder, this Stan Lee, see now I'm doing it. Goes with you everywhere you Stanley. go. Take pictures, you know, and make observations during the day. Uh, with the, And I was like, all right, so now I'm doing homework over my spring break. Unacceptable. You know what I'm saying? Well, second grader can't do his own homework over spring break. And not like that. This is a full-blown project. I don't know. And it, didn't e- it <clears throat> even includes a trifold. A trifold. But that's not due until way It doesn't matter. What I don't like... I'm going to do the trifold. No, you're not. I am. That's how every parent is going to do oh, the trifold. True. This is the problem. Like, you you give your son, uh, here's a trifold and some markers and glue. Have at it. No. You, you're going to... He goes to private school, and you can imagine what these trifolds are going to like. I like how like. trifolds haven't evolved at all. <laughs> like, we, we did them... I'm really... Maybe middle school, I think, I did my first trifold. But, like... Why is that the ideal way to present things? I don't know. It's like, here's some styrofoam that stands on its own. Also, all presentations in school, grades, whatever, through 12, are just crap. I mean, they are. They're, they're just, you're just BSing stuff. You know what? No one walks away going, oh my gosh, that was totally worth it. And I learned something. <laughs> no one. No one does. It's just busy work. Right. It's just to get it done. So I was irritated. First of all, I was planning on working, like him working on his reading and writing. Two things that he really needs to do. Now, writing is involved in this. But it's like, with this dumb, and I feel bad. I keep calling him this dumb Stanley, which he made him, you know. But they all made one. And it's this laminated little flat guy. And I don't want to take him with me everywhere. First of all, that's weird. And I'm gonna, we're gonna make, and then also, we didn't do it at all because it's spring break. Spoilers. I had the first day. Really hope we're not being heard by the. He could, I, no, I don't, that's one. fine. They can hear it. Oh, and I want them oh, to. Oh, yeah? Yes. Because I was livid. This audio clip will find its rounds. Ryan, now, you could, that night that you, I was legitimately angered. You get legitimately angered a lot lately. Well, Listen, that was some bullcrap to have to take this little laminated man with you everywhere, take pictures with him everywhere. That you know, and then, well, and then four, we're gonna four times a day. Is that what it said? I think it's I think it's uh, three, three to four times a day. He has to do four things a day with you or something like that. That's insane. And then you take and then because each day is a you have to make a paragraph out of what four things that happened that day. 
So, spoilers, all those paragraphs are going to sound exactly the same. <laughs> no, I mean, like, in general. Yeah. This person, we did this, 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 this. And it's always the, you know, firstly, secondly, thirdly. In conclusion, I assume it's the last one. I don't know. Also, yeah. No, not that I'm... So we, and then we ended up going to the beach because it was also my mom's 70th birthday. It's a big one. Big one. And so we were at the beach for like from Tuesday till Friday, which is most of spring break. We forgot the dumb little Stanley guy. To be fair, we were at the beach. Um, five adults, six kids. Uh-huh. Right. That's a lot of kids. It is. I... I was actually, and I, I got a little sick, stomach sickness right before. I was not looking forward to it. I was, like, I was almost, I was talking myself out of going. I was like, there's, there's a lot of reasons I could stay. But I'm glad I went. Yes, it but, was fun, but it is a lot of kids. You know, like you realize, I, I'm, actually, I'm just making, you're just feeding the kids, basically. It feels like there's a lot of, like 80% of the trip is feeding the kids, you know. And Maybe like 70%, 20% is getting ready with the kids. You know, there's like, and, and, but then at the same time, I feel like I didn't spend time with the kids. I'm, I'm getting them ready. I'm feeding them, you know. And well, because there was a game room, and so they got to go to the game room, and they could have fun. And that's where they spent the majority of the time. Mm-hmm. So, and, and then, we'd, you know, someone would do something, so we had to, like, police things every yeah. now and then. So it was so a, lot of, a lot of management. But, you know, overall, it, was it went really fun. way better than I thought it was going to go. But Stan Lee wasn't included at all. That's not true. Stan Lee was and there nor the, the whole time. He be. And you will hear about it in the trifold. So come. you're going to have to Photoshop pictures. I'm not. What are you doing right now? Well, what do you mean? What are you giving away all the details of what, how this is Oh, so you are going to do that? You? How else are we going to do Oh, gonna, I was joking. Oh, okay. You're going to... Okay, well, just then you, here's what you I'm gonna, gonna make more do. Busy work. I told Sebastian there are many ways to do school, but one of the ways is creatively. She you know? means lying. No, not lying. Searching I mean, the truth. I mean, you know, like BSing. You can imagine observations. You can imagine anything with Stanley. <laughs> you know, Sebastian. I can imagine doing my homework. Imagine <laughs> what you want to do today with Stanley and let's write about it. The important thing is that we're our, we're writing. Our skill that we're working on is writing and even imagining. That's that's, you know, important. And even a little bit of bullshitting. That's oh. important. That what? That's important in life. Let, let's be honest. That's how most of the world runs. <laughs> So let's get that down young, you know, let's figure out how to do school. Is that, is that wrong? Is that, am I a bad, you know, mom for, now I didn't tell him that it's bullshitting. I said, you know, there's creative ways to, but he's not like me. He's very rule oriented. He's, you know, he's, he was all worried today. He's like, oh my gosh, tomorrow is Stan Lee is due. I'm you like, know what he should just done? The, here's a, can I just come up with a better way of doing this assignment? Throw all that stuff out in the garbage. Mm-hmm. Give each kid a small journal and just have them say, your assignment is just a journal, like, what you did over spring See, break. See, that's, that's all I'm saying. Right. Yeah. Why make it and this whole And come back and be thing? able to share. You Why know? make it a whole thing? So, and yeah. I said, listen, because journaling's whether, a good, a good whether skill. you do Stan Lee or not, you're still going to third grade. And that's the moral of this story. So, you know, 
Can't fail second grade, son. You can't, can't you? Can't you fail second No. Grade? You can't. I mean, I'm sure they could hold you back if you, you know, you weren't like develop like developed enough in an area. But no, usually, no assignment is gonna hold you back from going to the next. You could not do any of your homework, and you'll still go to third grade. Mm. All you have to do is get older. That's it, and that happens. You know, whether Stan Lee is completed or not. All right. You know what he should do? He should really redecorate him to look like Stan Lee. Mm. We can do that, right? He's laminated. I know. So you can still put stuff in on Like We can sharpie it on there. Get it like a, a little hello my name is. He just needs the glasses and a mustache. And those uh, like yellow polyester pants. Hello, Marvel fans. <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. <laughs> Excelsior. I think his teacher would like that, too. Um, well, we have to do it now. Okay, you can Stan Lee's my As, as we've been previously talking about, I'm not a huge fan of homework. No, you're not. No. You get angry every time he comes home with homework, which, spoilers, is every day exactly. he comes school. Every so day. So why are you upset about it? Every you day. Need, so it's really your fault he's at this point. In a, he's, yelling in, the mic. he's in school from 8 till 3. What does he have to do outside of school that he couldn't have done in school? He's 7. He has to learn. He's, he is He learns at school. He doesn't have to come home. At three, okay, our kids go to bed at seven because they get up with the sun. Ideally. So they need their sleep. So from three to seven, that's four hours. Look, see, I could do that math. And that's not a lot of time. He has to eat dinner. He has to have family time. He has to play with his brother. He has to go outside again. That's, we don't have any time for homework. Get that shit done in school. Oh my gosh. That's all I'm saying. All right, let me ask you, let me say this. What grade are they? Should they have homework then? According to your rules, like reasonable homework. Like here, you do some, you know, reading. I think reading is very important. I don't think a lot of kids love reading. But the world or, tells everyone that math's important. Well, do math in school. You know. Sebastian's very good at math. He's naturally gifted in math. He would love to come home and just do math and but not, not have not to do other things. Not every kid is naturally gifted in math. Right. So do that in school. <laughs> but we don't where the paid teachers are. Where the teachers that are paid to teach the children are doing their jobs at school. I'm they not. Doing that I thing. do not teach math at all. I like how you say that with such. <laughs> I don't teach math. <laughs> I'm, I'm above. I'm really bad at math equations so sending your sending my child to school is the way that i get them to be good at math not from me now you're good at math did you see that one math assignment like problem he said oh well mommy did and show and he like showed me a previous page add sums or something like that i was like adams adams i was like i I had to look it up like why are we even doing this it's just adding or subtracting we covered that. They're just coming with new. Why? Why introduce this new vernacular all, that does I, nothing? They're doing. They, it's like this new way of like someone having is all screaming these. Di- like, no, add sums are important or whatever. Like no add-ins. adages. Adages. Addends. No, it wasn't ends. Addends. Addends. Yeah, he just, knows what it means. I don't great. care what it means. I looked at him like, this is dumb. This is not. It's because I think, and uh, you know, I think this is a good idea, but they're. Uh-oh. 
you know, their kids learn math in very different ways. And I think back in the day, it was just this way or that way. Uh-huh. But now for like, you know, us kind of creative sorts who are not as great with just regular numbers. I'm great with regular numbers. Yeah, that must be nice for you. Um, but like, not everybody is. So there, I think there are all these different ways they're teaching. What I'm you saying, can though, come up with the answer in many different this ways. This particular method that they're, or whatever they're doing... Uh-huh should have been introduced back when they were doing basic addition and subtraction. Yeah. Not now that they're like, you know, doing fractions and stuff. Like, it makes no sense to introduce this now. And the verbiage, it's just a change of wordage. A the result, wordage. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they're just making up words to describe well, what addition is. Mm. And it makes no sense. Like, I'm confused why they're introducing that. If they, like, it makes way more sense to do, like, first grade or something. But even then, it's like, adding. Like, we've... How many ways are there to explain adding? You know what I'm saying? A lot of it's, I think, memorizing results and stuff, you know, being able to understand the concept of When Sebastian adds numbers, like two-digit numbers stacked on top of each other, Mm -hmm. he always has to draw the line down the middle. You know? That was something we didn't do back in the day. We had an, an invisible line. Yeah. And I'm like, I said, Sebastian, you don't have to do that. He's like, yes, I do. This, this is how we have to do it. I'm like, the line matters not. And the lines will be there. To any, uh, to how this turns out. He doesn't believe me and he questions my math all the time. I'm like, look, I'm still good at second grade math. Show him on the calculator next time. You're like, look at the calculators and show it. There's no line. He just shows the numbers one above the other. I don't, you know. Calculators don't show numbers one above the other. Our, I don't know what kind of calculator you're our, using. Our, the one on the phones do. No, they don't. They show the number, whatever, and then, like, doesn't it show, like, no. the results? Huh? It does something. It, is, it well, the, I tell you what it doesn't show. <laughs> Lines, <laughs> yeah. Samantha. Thank you for wow. doubling back on that my name. one. Goodness. All right, can we move on past yes. the spring break? Uh, is there anything else you want to cover in spring break? No. Anything fun? Great weather. Mm-hmm. At the beach. In the northwest, so yes. I still wore my coat because it was still a little chilly. You, you'll be wearing a coat in the summer. <laughs> let's be honest. But yeah, no, it was good. It was a good trip, and we had a lot of fun. Um, I think we should talk about cover Moon Knight now. Mm-hmm. What do you mm-hmm. think? Sure. So Marvel's Moon Knight, the new Disney Plus show. Um, we just finished episode two. Just came out this last week. So, um, that's how far we are. Uh, it's a show about a very little known character called Moon Knight. I just know him. Here you go. Comic books. So. I just know him from comic. I just know him from the thing that he came from that you, that is very, you know, as I said. I was going to say, I I think I, I think I first knew him from, I want to say a video game actually, so I'm not sure. But it's a, you want to explain a little bit about Moon Knight? You want me to explain yeah. when you're the one who's... I want you to, to explain books? because it's better because you did... Not, I'm not a purveyor. All right, and I'm not going to... This you is know. like just... Because you represent the person who, who just comes in. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So... So, and I'm not going to do any spoilers because I think... You do whatever you want. This is this is the thing. We're fresh. We're find out. See, now, I'm watching shows that are like 12 years old, so nobody really cares about those, you know? But this is a fresh show. People can get in on it right away. You know, and mm. can be all caught up. They're only two episodes in. Mm-hmm. All right. So it's on Disney Plus. It's starring Oscar Isaac mm-hmm. and um, Ethan Hawke. Mm-hmm. And Oscar Isaac is a 
he's a gift shop worker in a museum that I don't know if the museum is the museum only Egyptian history. That's kind of what is it, Egyptian. Yeah, but so, I would I would also buy that it's just an Egyptian museum. Yeah, so um, he works at an Egyptian museum in a gift shop, and then um, he had he has some sleep problems, so he often wakes up places where he doesn't remember how he got there. So like sleepwalking or something. Yeah, and then you find out. See, now it's hard for me to talk without uh, spoilers. But then you find out that uh, he is connected to some Egyptian god. And he and he has an, not an alter ego. What is it? Alternate a, personality. Yes, an alternate personality. And um, this person, so when he's uh, waking up places, it's because his, this alternate personality took over his body and is you know working this side gig as a as a knight for a the moon god basically well, so he's a of, moon knight he's some get sort it? Of like secret agent with or something, a k right? there's something like there, like he knows stuff like he's he's a fighter a military or something right mm-hmm. you get I that impression yeah you get the impression that he yeah but see you don't know if it's if it's because of the moon nightness that he has all of these like skills yeah we don't know yet yeah so um that's all and then there's a bad guy and it's ethan hawk which is pretty clear from the beginning so that's not a spoiler um and uh ethan hawk is after um an item that his name's steven his his uh with a v oh that's what he says all the time my name's steven with a v <laughs> yeah, because no one gets his name right. Remember, what's the fun? That's the ongoing yeah, joke. Yeah, right, right. So uh, Ethan Hawke ha- is after this. This uh, I don't even want to say what it is. See, now I'm scared to talk All because. Right. Look, so that's the gist of it. See how you explain this synopsis? Just the gist of it. Like All right. this, this, this. So now we're gonna go into spoiler territory. Where oh spoilers? Do you want to? It's spoilers for the first two episodes of Moon Knight. No, I don't think we should spoil it. Let's look. Is there stuff to spoil? I don't, I don't know. know. All right, fine. We won't spoil it. We won't spoil it. But basically, it's a really good show. Until now, she's. <laughs> I really like it. Um, it's like you know Disney and Marvel. I mean, I, there has not been a Marvel show that I haven't liked, and they've all been very different. I've enjoyed that the diversity uh-huh. of, of the style. Mm-hmm. This one is it's a, a little bit. It tries, it tries to be creepy a little bit and very mysterious. You know, like just the, like the, the dark hallways and the flashings of the lights and a mysterious figure working, you know, walking towards you. Yeah, I mean, you know, I didn't feel mm. like it was, you know, I, I'm a sucker for Egyptian uh, history and Aren't we all? Egyptian. I'm not sure um, if I did know this. I don't know how now. you didn't know that about me. I mean, I love, I mean, I'm equally intrigued. Egyptian, uh, what am I trying to say? Uh, you know, not lore, but. You know, mythology. Mythology, yes. So I'm all like, I, you know, all the gods that they talked about. I, I don't, like, I don't know all the gods that well. I did like, I also did, you know, like in college I had to do, uh, gosh, what was it? I remember the assignment, but it was like you could take anything, any myth or whatever, and, and you had to make a, use a green screen or something. Mm-hmm. And mine was like, I did mine on um, Raw, mm-hmm. I think. And so I had to create this, like, in the foreground, this, like, ship. 
Because it's something about like a ship in the sky. Yeah, the, <clears throat> the sun god, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and so like, and it can make a the, the CG like bird fly by and stuff like that. It was fun. Yeah. It looked really bad, I'm sure. I can barely remember it, but. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think Egyptian mythology is like very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it could just be like the visualizations of the look. I think a lot of it is like visually the locale of Egypt's always been mysterious. There's a lot of like, you know, everything about pyramids and mummies and all that stuff gets, you know, people love that. Like the city of the dead curses. And so that's everything that the Western world thinks of Egypt, you know? Um, and so there's a lot of intrigue in that. And I, I always thought the God designs and like the uh, Anubis, the way they make them look and mm-hmm. like the jackals and really, you know, they haven't really touched on cats at all. Is that in this one? Not yet. No. Um, I'm not sure if the God Conchu is, is that a real one? Mm-hmm. Okay. He's the moon God. Mm-hmm. But, um, so Oscar Isaac, you know, he was Poe Dameron in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And what else? He was somebody else. He was else. Apocalypse in the horrible X-Men Apocalypse movie. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> he watched it with me. Did I? Yeah. It's, it's pretty bad. Oh. Um, <laughs> I must have wiped that from my memory. That's good. It's good to wipe but, it. But <laughs> so I really didn't like... Now, I was all alone on, uh, on this one. I didn't like Poe Dameron. I thought he was cocky, like, I didn't like his character. As a, I, you know, I just, I mean, he was fine. He wasn't bad. I just, like, eh, you know, like, he was kind of Han Solo-y in a way that was annoying to me, you know. But he is a good actor. Like, he plays this part really, he's so different, you know, and I've mm-hmm. never really seen him in a different role like this. So I thought that I'm like, oh, all right, he's you know. Also so good in Dune as well. He's yeah, he's a he's a good actor. But uh, Poe, is it me? I feel like Poe Dameron, the character Poe Dameron, doesn't get annoying until the second movie, where it seems like a lot of people's personalities change in the hmm. second movie. The first movie, he's just it's like he's a cocky pilot, but he doesn't. He's not like causing yeah, people to you're die. Right. He's not. He's not messing. Yeah. Like, he's just. He's the hero. He's the heroic. Um, uh-huh. What do they call that? What do they call that? There's a name for that. Like um. Shoot, like you know, one just I know what you're talking glory about. hound kind of, mm-hmm. but you know, like not really. He actually is in the glory hound in the first one. He's just like yeah, a cocky pilot, and he just that's all you know. Like that's what that's which is ultimately what Luke Skywalker was in the original Star Wars. Like he, you know, he wasn't a cocky, not though. until the Return of the Jedi. He's kind of like say. a Han Solo pilot, kind of yeah. Except Han Solo was he cared less. I feel like. His apathy made him a little more tolerable, you know, or something. There's, there is a difference there. He, well, Han was never heroic. That's the right. point. Oh, yeah. He was. He actually, actually well, was heroic, but he. But was, when he was heroic, you're like finally, and you wanted him to be. Like this guy's like, no, I'm gonna do my own thing because I think I'm right. You know, like all that, right. Yeah, but that wasn't until the second one. He's yeah. Like, well, that's annoying. And in the third one, he wasn't like that either, was he? Hmm. You now I have to watch those again. I know. I have issues. I, I might... Oh, never mind. <laughs> I like Paul Dameron. I like all his characters in general, so there's that. I love Star Wars. I love Star Wars. Um, Which we'll talk more about in this week. But. Okay, well, is that... So go watch it. Well, his costume's cool. I really like that. I really like the design of Khonshu. Um, you know. I'm going to talk a little bit about... Oh. I okay. guess I can, take it, I can say it for this week. 
Okay. Okay. So speaking of Star Wars, which I know people will get irritated about this transition. I'm, 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 exi- I'm excited to see how you transition. Everyone focus. Star Trek. Oh. Hmm. The same but different. Subpar. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> so for I... the transitions. <laughs> now, is it a thing? Now, there's a weird thing where, like, you can't... It seems like you have to be one or the other. I'm, you I'm know? okay with both. I just... I, I definitely gravitate more towards Star Wars. Everybody knows that. And I don't feel like you have to make that I don't statement. Hate, I say it, say it like I'm not, like, anti-Star Trek. No, I know you love Star Trek, but you always have to be... But I love Star Wars even more. Like, we all know that. You wear the shirts, everybody. You don't even have to wear the shirts. Like, you walk what into you a room about? and somebody say, oh, that guy loves Star Wars. That's hurtful. You have Star Wars Day. Not once a year on May 4th. Every, what, Saturday was it? I've been telling the kids every Saturday. It's Star Wars Day. Now they say, That's oh, an excuse it's to Star watch Wars Star Wars, Wars Day. cartoons and movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Star Wars Day. Yes, it is. Yes, yeah, it is. Yeah, they tell me. Put it on. They say, Mommy, what are we going to watch for Star Wars Day? I'm like, I don't. That's, I don't know. Ask Daddy. That's mm-hmm. an every week thing. That's called Saturday for other people. But anyway, um, so Star Trek, I've always loved both, you know. And I also love messing with people. I, What's that with, mean? With, I can't remember which movie it was. I said at the end of, it was a Star Wars movie, and I was like, I yelled like, live long and prosper, you know, and people behind me got all mad. That's Star Trek. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> you know? Anyway, so I love both of them. I was raised at, with, uh, what's it called? With the bald-headed one. Picard. Yeah. Next Generation. Next Generation. TNG. Now, I remember when I was really little, my mom would watch, um, you know, the first one. The original Star. Just Star Trek. Star Trek. The Trek of Stars. Uh, yeah, and so, uh, and then we watched The Next Generation, that one I remember more. Which is just a, a story about a man flying from planet to planet, punching people. And having <laughs> sex with and aliens. Having sex with green aliens, which is awesome. Like, everything about that, it's like, I'm a cowboy in space just punching people. <laughs> now, my, you know, everybody, I feel like everybody here knows, all, all seven of you know, that I love Voyager. That's my jam. It's my favorite Star Trek. You know, I've found a, that's a lot of people's jam, actually. No way. That, uh, but uh, the comments I read online and stuff, like, like whenever Voyager comes out, like, oh, that's, like, that was their Star Wars that they started with. Star Trek. What did I say? Star Wars? Yeah. Star Trek that uh-huh. they started with? And that's what why they gravitate towards it so much. And it is. Because I thought you said people love Deep Space Nine. Um, so Which? Star Trek nerds tend to go, Star Trek, Deep Space Nine is the best one. And the, the only one you dealt with high sci-fi, you know, like high sci-fi. Why? I don't know. And they just, just people like to do the thing where it's like, this is the most like. They don't go anywhere. I know it's not it. What well, they picked, whatever is the most boring. I'm sorry. I'm, I know people <laughs> love their own things, but let, first of all, no, I'm not sorry. <laughs> Deep Space Nine is not the greatest Star Trek, but Voyager is. If it's your jam, go for it. But it's not the greatest. So uh, we just started watching. Uh, to boldly go where no man has gone before, not to boldly stay in the station. And see who comes to us. <laughs> we ain't, we ain't just, going nowhere. I'd just be a little like, well, how many, like, eight seasons of a show? <laughs> um, but, so we started watching Star Trek Prodigy? Is that what it's called? Progeny or Prodigy? I think it's Pro- Prodigy. Prodigy, yeah. Progeny? 
Progeny is that like like the like um, offspring? Because there's, there's a character in there called Progeny, isn't there? I don't know. I thought um, they referred to the girl as Progeny or something. The well, that makes up. sense because anyway. Anyway, so we started watching that, and um, it's really good so far. It's animated. It's very well. It's beautifully mm. animated. Um, has some good characters already. It's on Paramount Plus. It also has Gotta have a plus. Captain Janeway as a hologram in it. Not till the very end, spoilers. Of the end of the second episode. But she's all over the... You know she's going to yeah, be Yeah, I mean, that's it, the attraction is, to two watching it was. Yeah. I can't wait to see which it. Which you, like, got all... Voiced by Janeway, You too. got all weird about the... That she's wearing a... Um, her... Her... What she wore. She was, you know... She was a captain... Which, this is just not because her, you wear red doesn't mean you're... This is a hologram simulation of her. Yeah, but her wearing red has nothing to do with her being a captain. Here's where I disagree. You don't have to disagree. Because the doctor's colors match because he's a doctor. No, because he's... A, yeah, he's a... Sign, they all have different categories, but it you, you've had a... So, what's his name? Picard was my, my thing is, is, is it dictating the hologram's role you know what i'm saying that was my issue i don't that's why i thought she might have a different color because she's assuming someone else is a captain it doesn't dictate her role because also the people that fly the ships they're red too in uh in did that change voyager it did change from gold to that maroon color actually no i'm wrong it was because originally it was gold was um what's his name the man whore one. I'm sorry, who's the man whore again? Uh, the Priceline guy. The I'm Price just blanking guy. on all... Oh, I know who it is. I just want to get you... William Shatner. There we are. The man whore? Come on. Captain, what's his name? Kirk. Oh, my gosh. Did Captain you James T. Kirk. Oh. There, see? What does the T stand for? Tiberius. Uh, Ooh. Oh. All right. <laughs> what is that about? I just high-fived myself in my mind. Good. Anyway. As long as so, yeah, back somewhere. then it was gold was like command. And then later, I think it was actually Next Generation because Picard was that crimson color too. Yes. And so was Janeway. But here's why you're wrong with this whole situation. What's wrong about what? Oh, okay, go because ahead. Because you're saying that because she's red, it, that doesn't make sense because she's a hologram. But she's a hologram modeled after a captain who the hologram's purpose in this show is to train the people how to run the ship. So that makes sense. Do we know that's the case? That's what she said. So she, but a trainer she said would that, still wear red? Yes, because they would, if they're there, she's training you. And there's all of these, um, you know, all of these categories of if you're what color you are okay gold is the most it's like engineering any kind of is security too so it's like um what did they call i don't know i feel like it's all made up now red is what now red is the command so you know people who fly the ship or who make command type choices you know the the higher up officers who are in charge of but see like for example, Tuvok, he's gold. He's the lead security officer. So he, you know, but he's still um, a high-ranking member on the ship. You know what I mean? So it was like... But that also do those little dots on their collar, uh, right? Well, whether you're like lieutenant, ensign, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's just military standard, <clears throat> you know. But anyway, the hologram from Voyager, he was 
modeled after a doctor, a real doctor. So he was like that blue green color. Okay. You know, so mm-hmm. that's that's why he wasn't even supposed to be the doctor. On right. That ship. I know. He's just a, he's supposed to be like a training, right? For doctors. He's an emergency medical hologram. Oh. Okay. And they had an emergency at the very beginning. They did. Uh huh. So much so that he stuck around and is the only doctor. Yes. Question. Answer. Do you ever meet the actual doctor? Which he was you do. Uh huh. And he's a douchebag. Oh, dang. Should I? Yeah. What? No. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert from that show from 1997 <laughs> or whatever. That's... Great show. Now I just want to talk about Voyager. And you can later. Should we just do an episode all about Voyager? Mm-hmm. Nobody will listen to it. Nah. But it'll <laughs> it'll make me happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we totally can. Um, <laughs> anyway, this was good. I, I thought the, it was good. The too. kids hardly watched it. We were trying to watch it well, with them, it was... and then they were just mostly talking. So we sent them to bed. I'm actually surprised <laughs> that you liked it. Really? Yes. Why? Well, for the first half of it, like half an hour, there's not a lot of Star Trek going on. It feels a lot like it could be any kind of sci- generic sci-fi thing going on. I thought the animation was good. I thought all of it looked visually great. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like... The fun stuff doesn't happen until they find this Starfleet ship. And then there's that. Because then all the fun inside jokes, you know, like, oh, I thought I was going to be Captain Matt. And that stuff was... I, well, I actually thought that, you know, there was good character development in the beginning. You mm-hmm. know, the the main guy, you're kind of... Inter- you're, you're interested... Once I could pay attention, because I feel like I missed, like, 15 minutes of it because the kids were distracting me, you know... But I thought they gave him a good personality. They made us interested in him in the beginning. And then the lady, you know, the guy's daughter or whatever. Oh, yeah. like she, you know, I knew there she was, was going to be involved. There were some things, she you know. She sounds familiar, too. I thought she did, too. But, mm. yeah, so I thought it was I thought it was good. And it was funny, you know. It's like, because there's a lot of cartoons. Most cartoons just, I can't, it's not, you know, there are cartoons that you watch Clone Wars. You really love Clone Wars. I'm not. I don't like the style of that. A lot of show. people don't like the style. Really? I threw I threw a lot of people off. So you know, I, it was kind of throwing me off at the beginning too. So. But you were so in, you you already loved this the story. I love the you're world. You're already into like you're. We'll in talk more it. about Star Wars and saying go ahead. Will we? <laughs> so so you know like for me when i saw this i was like okay the animation is beautiful mm-hmm. i like the style because you know how i get about it's good about it's... animation styles i really it I... can okay. so i thought that was really good and i thought the music seemed very star trek star trekian mm-hmm. to me mm-hmm. so um i thought it i thought it was really good and it was funny but it was like one of those uh, cartoons that you could watch as an adult and be interested in, but also watch with the kids still. You know, kind of like more Avatar. Older kids. This is yeah. This is aimed definitely towards older kids. Not, I don't. I mean, Tiny could watch. I so far Tiny can watch it, but he wouldn't be as probably as enthralled. I don't know. Yeah. See, I don't know. It's like I was trying to decide: is this a show we watch? Is this a cartoon show we watch when the kids are in bed? Or Why do like, you say it like that? There should always be cartoon shows that we watch. <laughs> when the kids are... Yes. See, it's rare that you have those, you mm, know? It's not that Like, rare. we watched Avatar as when we were dating, you yeah. know? And that's, like, that's old, so that's 2D animated. Well, because I had missed out on Avatar. 
Cause and I'm, I hadn't seen the whole thing. I had only seen several episodes. But it's a good like a good storyline that you can watch at any age. And mm-hmm. I think this seems like it could be, too. Um, so here's my take on the first, like, half of that, at least 15 minutes. It's part that you feel like you missed out. You didn't miss out. The, and the, I mean, you just it's just introducing kind of the character that he's a minor or, or something like that. No one, and he, he's the only one who speaks his language. I mean, like, he can't talk mm-hmm. to anybody else because they all are aliens. So here's my... And my, he doesn't know where he comes from. Right. So or, start, or his species. He doesn't know it, his species. It starts off by... Because... Uh, Minor, as in a mine, not as an underage child, but also but both a little bit. So it's this uh, this world, maybe world. We're not sure. But Mining this place. Planet, I'm guessing that um, that the Kazon, which if you're familiar with, I'm not. Please, please continue. Are they only in Voyager? I'm sure they're not. And maybe Deep Space Nine. I'm sure. But anyway, the Kazon are you know like a species that are basically you know mostly bad, <laughs> which. That's a topic for another time, I guess, but... Klingons. Uh, or what's the other no, one? No, um, I'm saying, like... I know, Romulans. Oh, yeah, Romulans are... Always painted as bad. Yeah. Um, so they bring um, orphans and prisoners from some other... From different planets to this mining operation. Mm-hmm. And so they're basically sold into slavery. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. And they can't get off the planet. They're just... And there's an evil uh, General Grievous that... Uh-huh. General is, Grievous type character. Yeah, who's in charge of them. And uh, and then there's this... The one, like, the overlord of the whole situation is the guy floating in a tank. Which always, you know, like, a guy who's hooked up to some things and is like, why are we really following what he wants? He's obviously... He can't go. He's not very mobile. He's kind of in a situation where, he's like... He's stuck. He's sickly, maybe. He needs to be in this thing. He's very contained. Why are you like taking... Like, he could draw a monocle on his thing because <laughs> he can't get out and wash it himself. He can't do... Yeah. So, I that has always interested me as, like, a trope in things. And it's not... It happens all the time where this sickly kind of floaty or in a in a trapped situation. The job of the hut. Yes. Yes, the Java. He couldn't chase you if he wanted to, you know. But somehow he <laughs> wields all this power. Right. He's a hut. He's a huge, my six hundred pound life slug guy uh-huh. who's gross, mm. and we're all like, yeah, no, we'll listen to him because he has a lot of money, and he's a gangster. He's a mobster. He's he's symbol like the you know like the old like grand, um what's that called the Godfather as we like this obese person just sitting there door good and people um yeah I never saw the Godfather but yeah I saw like who was that guy isn't that's that somebody guy. that's your that's your guy that's from, somebody that's yeah, my guy Marlon Brando how's that my guy because he's because in he Michael was Jackson. in a Michael Jackson video that's your guy <laughs> I don't know how else do you want me to say that yes <laughs> all right um my thing with Star Trek. Is, and I, I point, I, and you kind of see it at the beginning. Of this is like, here's all these different alien races and stuff, but how Star Trek and how Star Wars handle aliens seem different. There's a lot more humanoid aliens in Star Trek, and a lot, and you know, whereas there's. Would that make sense? Why? Uh, budget. Television oh, budget sure. versus film budget. I get that. I I know that as Do someone you? on the outside. But I'm saying like, <laughs> in the world of Star Trek, is it likely that we're meeting everyone's humanoid? I think there are with the movie, the new movies that have come <clears> out. 
that there there are more non-humanoid species because it's easier now with CG. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I always well, thought I always thought that too when I was watching the show. Like, oh, it's everybody's no kind of humanoid. What? There's no like they're humanoid. I know, but there's no, I'm saying like that's not even that degree of like like the Klingons kind of were the big like special effect always. That was a special. That's makeup. I know. That's what I'm saying. I started off as just makeup, and even like you know, even like Worf is also like they got better between the original. And then Next Generation, they yeah, developed a whole thing. And I think even now, like, especially in a new series, that Discovery is even more so, like, crazy, like, makeup and, and alien fun. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, there's more budget for, like, you could do more things with CG and makeup and costuming mm-hmm, mm-hmm. than you could do in the 90s with, right. you know, so they kind of had to make everybody mostly, mostly humanoid, except there was this one time in Star Trek Voyager mm. when... Uh, the captain and Lieutenant Paris got turned into... Well, they went to this planet. It was a whole thing, but they ended up being... Usually is. These uh, blobby, non-humanoid, creaturey things that were kind of like slugs. Okay. And there were also... They did run into... See, here's the problem. The You've problem. never fully watched Star Trek Voyager. I've watched, I've watched enough. Because if you had, you would have cut... We would have come... I can already think off the top of my head... But, five non-humanoid alien species okay. that they come in contact with. So, you I, know what I mean? I'm seeing that the, the, like... It's not, it's not just that they're humanoid. It's just like they're like very... I'm trying to figure out how to... More this there, but there is a distinct difference between how they handle aliens in Star Trek versus how they have what do you mean han- han- handle aliens in Star Wars. Like there's just this different kind of like I don't know. There's 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 there are no really monsters in Star Trek, are there? There's no um, job. You know, I was gonna say job. There's no like. Uh, Sarlacc pits. Yeah, or what's that? Uh, Rancor. Rancor monsters, or there's no like. Hoff monsters. Hoff mon- there's not that, that like it's it's like cause any, any, I get they're they're different intentionally. One is very like about more science fiction, and one's more science fiction fantasy. You know. Mm-hmm. So there's I and I get that, but I, that's what I'm like. So when I watched the beginning of the show, and the amount of aliens and how they kind of, you know. I, it, it always feels in Star Trek shows that aliens are the minority, which is odd to me. If the idea that that you're the, out in the whole yeah. the whole place, but it makes sense because the Federation started, I guess, on in Earth, San Francisco, <laughs> here in America. So <laughs> how the future looks is that. You know, America has taken over. Well, yeah, we're the ones who did the show. Why would we start sure. with Russia? Well, I'm know, s- no, but not that. Not so much that, but like just the, the fact that even then, we're like hum- humanity is the center of the universe. Do you know what I'm saying? You mean humanoids? No, humans. I don't think so. Because it, I mean, but, but I guess you could see. I guess I guess it's because it's from the perspective of someone in the Federation. So we're all like, so it's in the Federation. It makes sense that there are more humans. Than aliens, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. Um, not to limit the. Not well, think about how planets. many black people there are in Vancouver. You know, there it's are black people really everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But there aren't that many here. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So kind of the same thing. 
It's like a, a per capita oh, there it is. ratio of, of black people to white people, same as humans to aliens, um, I'd say. Oh, I, that's why I'm hearing like a bird outside. Um, you, got, you got to use your per capita for per episode. Now you're good. One per capita per episode. Well, and I just am reminded of how you recently called me a racist because I? I used the term sand people. <laughs> I joked. I joked. <laughs> I know. I was joking. That's how much, <laughs> that's how deep Star Wars you are, you know? Uh, technically, I'm sure Tuscan Raiders is not a preferred term either. I was going to say Raiders is a profession, right? Um, yes, the Tuscans, I guess. Okay. So, but the so Tuscan you're Raiders. a racist as well. No, I'm just using the terminology <laughs> that was given to me in this alien world. All right. But I, I that's why it threw me off. The beginning so, of that show, So, and I'm going to say, more... don't you want... Wouldn't you, wouldn't it bother you if Star Trek was trying to do the same kind of thing? Yeah. As- no, I get, I, I understand. I'm not saying one is above the other because of that. I'm saying visually it, it comes off more like a Star Wars cartoon in the beginning than a Star Trek one because we're seeing it so from the perspective where the lead is the alien, which has never been the case in Star Trek, mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. Right, I guess. Yeah. There's all- not as many Star Treks, you know. And really, well, everyone, the entire cast has in there this been is the all lead aliens. of an alien Star Wars? Has there been a lead alien in Star right. Wars? Yeah, like what's the what's the difference? All the Jedi are like most of them that we see, even in you know are all except until you get to Clone Wars and stuff like that. Right, are very sure. Human. I mean, and even then, all because well, you're right. Let me believe. And that makes less sense because they're out in a galaxy far, far away. They're not even around the Earth. There, At least well, Star no, there, Trek. There is no Earth, though. Was what? There's no Earth in Star Wars. So then, why is everyone British? That's just, that's just, you know what? We hear British, they hear aliens. No, as far as I know, there's not a planet Earth. Okay, so then Star because Trek. Because it takes place in a galaxy. A long, long time. Far, far away. A yeah. long, long time ago. Oh, far, 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 far away, away yeah. but yeah. still in the future. <laughs> and it's a galaxy, and, not a universe. So, and yeah. what? mostly British. Um. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> See, in, in Voyager, they're in the Delta they didn't Quadrant. Call them. What do they call Are they called Terrans in Star Trek? No. Just humans? Yeah. I don't know if they call them Terrans in Star Wars or what they call them. Uh-oh. But anyway, so, yeah, so in Star- in Voyager, we're in the Delta Quadrant. I say we because I feel like I'm kind of, you know. A representative. I'm an honorary, you know. Nerd. <laughs> so. Geek. But people can't tell that about me from the outside. They can now. <laughs> if they've listened to this podcast at all, they know you're Queen Geek. Thank you. You just like me saying queen. I do. I know. <laughs> Um, oh gosh, but so far so good after the first two episodes, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. yes. All right. Uh, I, well, you know, um, I guess, so yeah, I've also been getting back into Star Wars lately. That's why I've been watching. What do you this. mean? What do you mean? <laughs> getting I back into. I go through waves. Waves of what? Where I, I, Every week is Star Wars day on Saturday. <laughs> How are you getting back into it? That's ridiculous. Because it's only one day a week. It should be like four days a week should be star wars days um 
because I just think, you know, because like, there's not... Usually I do go in waves um, because it's like whenever a Star Wars movie or property is coming up, then I, I'll, I'll, it gets me back in the zone. I'll read more and watch more Star Wars. And stuff I don't too. know how you have the time to keep up with all the things that you watch and have a family, honestly. It happens. And it's not like you're... You've, se- you've you're seen the- Prisoner of Azkaban, right? Yeah, what do you mean? You know the story. Yeah. Hermione does it, so can I. Oh. Uh, yeah. mm, so you use magic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, do I don't know why you ask. You confuse me when you say I know. That. That's, <laughs> like, what do you mean? I like to shuffle the, the board pieces every now and then. Um, okay. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, This Week in Geek. I am as far beyond mutants as they So, um, as we were talking about before, I was getting into Star, you know, another way of Star Wars. All over again. Oh, wait. No, sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, it's tough for me because I love it so much that I don't know where to start watching the movies again. Do you know? No. Do you have, like, your favorite set of movies? Like, you want to, like, where do you start watching me again? Because there's so many now. There's nine to the, to the Skywalker series. There are six. There's nine. There are six. So you have the prequels. You don't. I'm slowly coming around on the prequels. That's I mean, weird. They're terrible. <laughs> all right. I don't know how you come around so, to terrible. Here. They're badly. They look bad. First of all, I'm, I don't. You know, I was watching. I've been watching that behind the scenes of the Mandalorian because my wife won't watch the Mandalorian with me, which is the show you said you would watch with me, but you have not watched with me. Fine, I'll watch that show with you. And we'll and we'll watch Star Trek Voyager. Okay, because you said you've been watching it, and that's a lie. Well, I started watching it, and then you I watched and half I, an Then episode. I was like, you know, I'd rather watch something good. <laughs> That is going to get you a divorce. <laughs> it's okay. So, like I said, we, I, I, I like to finish watching a first couple, few episodes by myself first. Why? Of Voyager. Why? Okay, you can watch it with me. Yeah. Fine. I mean, there's, because there's, like, I started talk, telling you, like, the, there's certain concepts of, the vo- of Star Trek with the whole, like, you know, like, why aren't there seatbelts on the bridge? If for the amount of times they go flying out of there with sparks flying, you think there'd be some sort of, of sci-fi precautionary thing like airbags like they yeah, just turn the bubbles it doesn't make it makes no like even in plat and in, in um practice simulations there's explosions and such oh here yeah, come I the children I again to ruin the <laughs> podcast <laughs> don't wait the kids seriously don't wait them because here they come they're young and they stomp like like uh, they weigh a thousand pounds i'd each. say about a thousand like like each. there's elephants upstairs I don't know why. No matter how little they are, they all sound the same size. It's, it's, it's like their knees don't Why work. do they always have to run everywhere? <laughs> what is that? Um, I run almost <laughs> nowhere, and they run everywhere. Anywho, so I started watching Behind the Scenes, and I'll talk about this more as I watch more, but I'm only in like episode two. Behind the Scenes of what again? The Mandalorian season one. Oh. I love the... I like behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. I like to see how the food's made in the background. I like that too of... Shows that are good. Mandalorian's great. Mm. It is great. It's like it's you can't. It's unarguably great. Yeah, I guess people really like it. I yeah, don't know. people who like good I, stuff love it. I like good stuff. Mm. I could see where it's a good show. It's just not my show. I, okay, it's sure. Kind not of every boring. Show is, it's not boring. It is it's, a little bit boring. It's episodic westerns. It's hard to. Co- I hate westerns, it's a space western. and it's hard to connect to a guy with a mask Ba-ding. on the whole time. 
Okay, sorry. Um, anyways, so we're watching that, and they have like a round robin table of like all the, the directors and the creators and stuff, and they're talking. You were mm-hmm. watched part of it, and then Dave Filoni got in. He's the guy in the cowboy hat. He was. Yeah. He's like know. the new spiritual successor of George Lucas. What does that even mean? George Lucas has basically given him the reins of Star Wars in, in some ways, in the sense that he is in charge of all lore and continuity of Star Wars. And you know that that guy, like, his, like, dream came true. You know, I, he was into Star Wars when he was a little kid, collecting all the figures and doing all the stuff sure. you did. But somehow, not to say anything against you, somehow a path he went down, a choice he made in his life, got him the reins from George Lucas. Can you, like, can you even imagine if that were you? You would have a stroke. Like- it's only, you know, yeah. So, I, I don't know exactly when he, his first forte into Star Wars oh, was. Oh, he was a child. No, I mean, as, as far as, like, creatively, or, mm. not even creatively, but, like, involvement had, into an yeah, actual I property. Yeah. I know he did the Clone Wars series. He must have done, been involved at some point, in some way, in the prequels as well. Ugh. Unfortunately. Um, but he needed, like, that one comment. Like made me want to. I have not have to watch the whole behind the scenes or anything with him because he talked about he made the least relevant episode. Is it the least relevant? I would say. Oh, the Phantom Menace might be the least. Relevant. Oh, you said episode. I thought you were talking about of the show. Mandalorian. No, just that. Like he talks about the continuity of of. Uh, What's his name? Scott, well, Skywalker. Anakin. Anakin. Mm-hmm. But basically, like, so, uh, spoilers for uh, the Phantom Menace. At the end of the Phantom Menace, when there's the fight between Obi-Wan, Qui-Gon, and Darth Maul, um, there's a famous song. Do you know the name of the song? The name of the... the, 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 the no. How do you not... And you call yourselves a Star Wars fan? That's what I told you earlier. I don't, because I feel like it's, to call yourself a Star Wars fan, you have to be real deep in it. I love Star Wars. Oh, hold on. I'm a normal, hold on. I've watched... Let's try it. Let's, let's try this. I'm going to hum you a song, and you tell me the name. Dun, 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 The something march? Yes. Dun, 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 Not the death march. That's nope. something else. Dun, dun. It's who they are. They the, are the... the Empire. So it's the Imperial March. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay, See, I knew I thought you knew that one. It. Yeah. See, you knew that one. So the Duel of Fates is just the, this, the, the John Williams score, which is great throughout all of Star Wars. Obviously. Um, it's for the that. only good thing about the prequels. A lot of people argue that that song alone might be the best part of all the prequels, is that, that Duel of Fates. You know, anyways. Um, but they call it, he was saying that the reason they call it the Duel of Fates is because it's ultimately the fate of Anakin because the idea was that Anakin would be a completely different person had Qui-Gon lived and been his instructor because Qui-Gon was kind of on the outs of the Jedi. The Jedi became very clerical, very like uh, distant. They felt the need to constantly distance themselves from emotion and distance themselves from attachment and because they feared any kind of attachment would lead to the dark side. Whereas Qui-Gon was saying, like, you know, there's a lot more to living force like that you need compassion and understanding. Yeah. That's why, like, um, if it was up to the Jedi, Anakin would never have been brought in and involved. And, you know, um, 
and so because he was he was too old and and there's you know all that stuff and 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 even they said like Obi Wan is like oh I see we picked up another useless life form, you know, into because it didn't matter like his life was not meaningful it didn't matter to him and in the large scheme of the galaxy. That seems like a good way to create a sociopath. <laughs> so what happened? So yeah, so Qui Gon would have and so Qui Gon um, sacrifice uh, he dies, and so ultimately. Uh, instructs Obi Wan to train the boy, which he does, um, in spite of the council really doesn't ever really want him to be trained, um, because he's too old. Uh, and this whole kind of concept of like how emotions are bad and attachments are bad and, and trusting your feelings and stuff like that and just attachments are bad, or good? attachments attachments uh, uh-huh, are bad. Uh-huh. Um, it's, it's kind of you know, and so it tra- it ultimately transforms. I think both characters Obi Wan has to become this more parental figure and he's always feels like he's failing because all his everything he does seems to lead Anakin <clears throat> further away from hit the teachings he's taught so um and as well as like things like I, I don't know like it is it's the Anakin Skywalker storyline I guess somewhat it's a Skywalker saga the all mm-hmm. nine episodes so would, would think how would things have turned out if Qui Gon had that had ultimately that had been the fate was it Qui Gon raised him? Um, but because it doesn't Obi Wan's um, Obi Wan like he's not as de- detached as other Jedi, but it, it it there's that I think you're seeing a lot of transformation of who who he had became by the time we see him as the old man and. Star Wars and how you know like I think there's a lot I think he realized the the concepts of and and, and positivity of, of creating attachments and creating well yeah because uh, his guy went real wrong yeah and then he had that. a lot of years to think about it and then when that and then when that psychopath son came along you uh, know he was like maybe we should do things a little differently mm-hmm. um, but I did like in that where he talked about the difference between Anakin and Luke was that when Luke had the choice to kill the Emperor, his choice not to kill him was what saved him from the dark side. Right. Where Anakin, you know, he went all dark side. And ultimately and saved the And then the end, galaxy. the sun, and then because the, he chose not to kill the Emperor and then the Emperor was going to kill Luke, that sparked Darth Vader to kill the Emperor so saving himself in a way because he chose love and his son at the end of the day over power mm-hmm. you know so that was interesting which is i guess why he ended up getting to be a a space force ghost yeah just that one act minus all the child murder and all that he did before the space force ghost stuff has <clears throat> barely been explained we know that qui-gon could do it um yoda well, Qui-Gon was the first, and then so he explains it to Yoda and Obi-Wan somehow. Was Qui-Gon the first? Well, that, that we know of. But he wasn't the first. He was. The first space ghost. In what movie? We never see him. But, like, at the end of Revenge of the Sith is that basically they discover... Oh, at that the end of Revenge of the Sith, so he wasn't the first. What do you mean? The first was either Yoda or... What's his name? As a space ghost? Yeah. No. Yes. No. Yes. 
chronologically incorrect. Oh, chronologically doesn't matter when it's a prequel. <laughs> the only you, reason that they got that, wrong. the only reason that they even did that is because we saw that done in 1977. You know right. what I mean? Or, yeah. Uh, whatever, eight, nine, whatever it is. Yeah. So. That was always like, I think the appeal to me in Star Wars is, is in, in its trappings of this of, of space battles and, and like lightsabers was ultimately this, this story about a, a kid trying to make a, the right decision at the very end like he in other words like when luke made that decision to lay down his arms lay down his lightsaber he didn't do it with the intention that that he's gonna trick his father into saving no, him. i know but it's that it's that um that goodwill and intention and the ability to step away from violence and to step away from that lore of I can solve this easily by just cutting this person down. Like I could I could literally end this this tyranny by killing the emperors right here. Uh-huh. I'm not going can to. Can I say something that's always kind of bothered me Uh-oh. about that cuz I think it's a beautiful like storyline and uh something uh you know to talk about their characters how they're the same how they chose these different paths blah 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 it's very nice philosophically but at the end of the day all the jedi are using those lightsabers cutting people in half left and right Mm. killing a bunch of people blowing up death stars Mm -hmm. you know um shooting down ships all that luke had killed a ton of people you know so why does he now have to not kill the baddest guy who's in charge of killing all the people? You know what he I mean? He killed a ton of people? I mean... Well, I guess he, you could say, he, yeah, he blew up the Death Star. That's a lot of people. Um, so a lot of it, it, you know, like... Those kinds of things in stories bother me He wasn't a, Je- he wasn't a, a Jedi then, though. Like, he would understand the concept. Like, But he, he was... So It was the same thing with Rey in the new... How she... How to... How if she hadn't killed him, that would have made her, like, the really bad lady, you know? If he hadn't killed who? If she had killed the emperor, oh, that's what he wanted her to do, so that she would become, you know, it gets all philosophical and all, you know, but it, I don't, I always had a hard time with that, because I just don't buy it, you know? Why don't you buy it? Well, what? We don't kill Hitler. If we have the chance, if we kill Hitler, who's killed all the Jews, then we're gonna, um, then somehow that makes us as bad as Hitler. I think the question is, do you have to kill Hitler? Yes. You can't just imprison him. We or did. Whatever. No. He killed himself. Sure, but <laughs> that's because he knew it was gonna, it was coming. <laughs> it was coming. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that would have been, yeah. But that would have been like the like nation us as opposed to the personal us. There's the personal us would also kill you. You know, like because the Bible <laughs> says, "Thou shalt not kill." In that. Yeah, but then we do it all the time. We shouldn't. Do it, it also all the time. says there's a time for war. You know what I mean? Yeah, it does. It's a one line, and it's really t- used a lot in, in, in American context. You know, like oh, but you know the Bible says okay, yeah. It, it does yes, and it but does it, it also says, uh, you know, a lot of things. It's not just there's one line, but there are also tons of other lines that support violence. It's like, we're, it's, like it, it's sad that the, the, there has to be this, like, the concept. Like, people don't understand the full concept of the uh, prodigal son, but the average American can tell you that such thing as a just war. That's nuts. 
That's that thing. That's that. That's there's a. Is it nuts? An equi- an equi- when we're watching, for example, Ukrainian women and children and men not doing anything, just getting sure. blown up, we're like, no, I'll let that ride. No, we're all irritated and want it to be stopped. Right. Yeah. Sometimes the only way you can stop stuff is with violence. I'm. Th- I don't know. I'm not saying don't stand up to, to violence, in that sense. I just have. I've always but had I a think hard it's been time used to 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 rationalize. War crimes. Sure. Yes. But in now back to specifically Star Wars. Star Wars I don't think I think if Luke had killed <laughs> I if like Luke how had, we can go from Hitler keep it going. back to Star Wars. That's the beauty of this podcast. If Luke had killed the Emperor and this relationship celebration. Yeah, he killed tons of people. Also, he's gonna kill you. What about self defense? You just have to sit there and be killed? Well, it, throughout the whole I mean, I guess Star Wars is that they say the the easier path is just to kill the the, the threat. The harder path is to is to like you sit know, there and be killed by the threat. No, not and just arrest them or whatever. What then. did he think was gonna happen if he didn't kill? Well, him? he didn't think the emperor had lightning powers. Didn't think. he? No. Didn't That's he? the first time we've ever seen lightning powers. So he was just going to, what, go up to him? He was going to fight Darth Vader and try to convince Darth, his father to come back from the dark side. That was his whole point. So he was hoping his, his father would, you know, do that. So because it, right, to, to Luke's perspective at that point, he sees Darth Vader, his old robot dad, who's a bad guy, <laughs> and he sees the Emperor. The Emperor is the least threatening to him. Right, this an old is man one of those wrinkly chair. old and he, men and he's situations. Like, he's like, I'm not going to, I have a chance to end this, and I'm like... There's another way. I, I can't end it by doing the thing that I'm trying to stop becoming. Like, you know, murdering uh, a weak, feeble old man in front of me, you know, without a weapon in his hand. I can't do that. Yeah. And Ray specifically, had to kill him to become the next emperor. I'm like, mmm, disagree. Well, that was, uh, I mean, similar vein, but I think what the idea was that she... It was the emperor was going to take over her body, with his, with his soul. Was not that the, the takeaway in that one? You would know. You're a Star Wars and fan. And it wasn't for, and it was a whole, like, um, so we see Anakin in in the prequels make bad like like killing of the Sand People because he's vengeful because they they kill the Tuscans. His mom. Yeah, the the Tuscans. Uh-huh. Because of of. Of them killing his mom, he's like, I have, like an angry. He yeah, he them. was pretty, and it, kid ones too, if you recall. I, I'm telling you, I know he's a child murderer. He does <laughs> he a lot. Is of, all about child murder. He does murder. a lot of child murder, <laughs> and everyone's okay with it. And I'm not I, okay with it. My I'm sister, not okay with it. my sister knows somebody that named their baby Anakin <laughs> recently, and I'm like, that's an interesting choice. You know, one of my uh, friends from high school, fr- acquaintances, person I knew in high school, named her son Loki. Which, all right, huge Marvel fan, obviously. Not at Loki. I mean, sure, he does some killing. Who hasn't? But Anakin, that's a lot of child murder. So when I look back at the prequels, I have this kind of thing where, like, and you know me, I, 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 will, I haven't even shown the kids the prequels. And nor will you. I might. No, that's not allowed. I might. The prequels, they're my children, too. I did more of the work. Obviously, well, with bringing them in the world and such, they're not allowed to watch the prequels. They're gonna grow up, and somebody's gonna say one day, "Oh, Qui Gon, 
And they're going to be, who? They're going to say, Anakin. And I'm like, huh? Exactly. Queen Amidala. No? How, don't they recall. They're already asking who that is. I said, that's, that's Senator Amidala. Senator. From the Clone Wars. They'll watch the Clone Senator. Wars. Senator. That drove me. And you're talking about different alien species. <laughs> the, the politics of the prequels are And nuts. they're mixing all types of titles. Um, the, yeah, I mean, like, so, like I said, the envisionment of what happened and the, of what the prequels were. The problem was, for me, as a one who, who grew up with them since I was born, the, the original trilogy, is I have, whenever I envision what happened before, it was completely, like, it was never about this this political landscape and stuff like That's that. That's why, well, so why do you want to ruin it for our children? Well, I mean, I think, and, and, and here's where I, I will say... I, it's a Star Wars fan. Here's how it goes for me. Um, the original trilogy, when I watch them, I can go, oh yeah, the special effects, whatever. But like to me, it's like it's so embroiled in my childhood, and, and I I love those films. There's way better special effects than that terrible green screening that they're doing twenty <laughs> um, or thirty years later, however long later it was. And I watch for anyone. I watch the despecialized editions, which is the not the non CG. Right. Butter poop that they put uh-huh. in there. But I'll watch the butter poop every now and then. Um, but there's, there's room in my heart for all kinds of Star Wars. And, Obviously. Um, the, the, I think the story of who Anakin it was, like, like when, if you watch just the Clone Wars of, of, and you leave every rest of the prequels out, you can kind of get a better idea of who he was. But the, the, even that, like, you have to watch the Clone Wars cartoon through an adult eyes to get it makes me more sense in the sense that like the Anakin grew up in a civil war, like in a wartime. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes way more sense as to why his concept of, you know, like he's, he commits war crimes. Essentially he's that person who commits war crimes and turns over to like, he gives into just wiping out horrible, like, you know, doing horrible atrocities. Um, that, and also his, this concept of, of, of relationships is completely messed up. He has is no father figure. He or or mother. I mean, he has a mother figure, but like she's taken away way early on. Um, a lot of people have no mother. Figure I know. And grew up in a civil war, and they didn't murder a bunch of children. You know what I mean? I have I have little time for that. You know. <laughs> I I'm not making an excuse for him killing people. I know. I'm saying I'm saying I'm giving him reasons why he's a, like like. He would have failed, and and, and that, all that stuff was never important. It was always, as a kid, Greg, I was always more intrigued by the relationship between Anakin and Obi Wan, which I hope. So there's a new Obi Wan show coming out. Of course, there in is. May with uh, Ewan McGregor, and mm. uh, it it talks about his time once he's dropped the twins off. A little redemption, perhaps. I my only hope is that they do redeem some of the stuff because Hayden Christensen's also supposed to. Re- re- Reprise his role as Darth Vader in it. I guess originally they were going to have Darth Maul come back for, and fix that story. Like, I hated Darth Maul's character. Um, <sighs> so there's very little to those. There's so many things I wish they would have changed, but it's okay. I, I enjoy the Clone Wars for what they are. I, I get some of the, you know, it's fine. It's not my, it's not the best, it's not pure uncut Star Wars. <laughs> it's not the stuff. But um, and that's why I'm hoping to see some redemption of that character and, and like this understanding of you know I mean you could redeem 
a lot of the prequels by by just giving it more context, I think. I wish we could just collectively, as a society, hmm. have like a, a Mandela effect of like, we just disappear those from our reality. You know what I mean? But there are good stuff that comes from it. There's, there's good Star Wars stories. So I've been reading, I guess years ago, I must have owned some Amazon deal. I picked up the three omnibuses comic books of the Clone Wars, which were are now no longer See, canon. and that's a perfect way to do it. Don't do movie prequels. Do it in a comic book. I think the comic books were created, these particular ones were created, um, shoot, were they? They might have been, they might have started them before episode three came out and then finished them after episode three came out. But in other words, for some reason or other, a lot of it is no longer canon. And that's why they, the only canon Star Wars in that era is that, is that is Clone Wars. Clone Wars... I hate when you say canon. Well, it means that they pull all the I know what it. I know what it means. Out of there. Um, and you're always talking about things being canon. Or this is canon. To yeah. me, it's not. Guess what? I have my own set of canon laws. And that's oh. not it. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, well, a lot of things like I like clarification. Like, how did Anakin get that scar on his face? I don't want to know. You don't want to know? I don't. Like in, one, in one, like, in one movie, it's there. In the next movie, it's not. That's because those movies are stupid. This is what I'm trying to tell you. Just get rid of them. Undo. Control. Alt. Delete. But it creates a good like storyline of who you know. I want more context to that. Everything in the Clone Wars is more interesting because it's stuff the stuff that I wanted about before the prequels came out, and it's the one thing they omitted in in, in general. Like and so, we didn't get Clone Wars. Clone Wars until well, we had there's a mini series Clone Wars that came out just prior to the release of Episode Three, which. A lot of not a lot of people have seen, but it's really good, and a lot of like those and that style, like that you see that Yoda everywhere. It's like this, that Samurai Jack style Yoda, you know. Is uh, that two yes. D? Yeah, two D. Oh yeah, no, I don't like that. Um, but that's <clears throat> I think that this is only like it's all collected on, on Disney Plus. It's like a little bit over two hours if you want to watch all. It's really good, um, but it's 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 old school storytelling where it's you sometimes just you just it's more seen than verbalized and something like that um and then they have this whole like you have seven seasons of the cg clone wars do you feel like this podcast is more about star Star wars Wars. and star trek than anything else nerd or comic book nerd (laughs) is just really like nerdy things nerd things it's not all nerd things it's mostly it's 90 percent nerd things that's the way i like it that's the way i like my sandwich mixes but anyways um Going back and reading, I'm almost done with the last omnibus of that, and it, it, it's fun. It's it, it's weird, like reading something that you know no longer is referenced and cannot might not be true. There's characters that you go attached to and stories that are no longer part of the canon of Star Wars. Don't you Man, see? Weird. Isn't that dumb? Um, like so, all the people who love the Timothy Zahn books that came out mm-hmm. after the original trilogy, mm-hmm. which good on you, but which had a <laughs> which had a. Ben and some his sister, they had twins. right? Right. They had, they had twin kids, and then um, Luke and Mara had a child uh-huh. or two. I'm not yeah, sure. they just. You know what though? I'm okay with. I I, I don't really need all that stuff. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but then to include one of them, but not the other one, which is why people were like, "Well, is Ray gonna be the? Are they brother and sister right. thing?" You know. Um, well, I think that's the the point is they had to get they. I think they saw that as like, well, let's 
there was so much that was done and it was I think Lucas was just kind of like loosening his reins of what he, he was ne- he had said he was never going to make another Star Wars until all of a sudden he's going to make The Phantom Menace so like I think that's where he thought the future Star Wars was just going to be books so. he shouldn't have even started with episode whatever it should have been just three movies you know he never planned three movies what do you mean? He had only, I mean, he only, originally he just, just wanted to do one no, episode I'm in the middle about, of the story. No, I'm talking about when he called it episode three. That's like that artsy four? BS that I, whatever, yeah, four. He didn't call it episode four until like, I mean, till later. It was in, the, I think, the script, but it wasn't on the, the screen until like VHS or something. I don't know, something dumb like that. It's like how people put Finn at the end of movies. I just, I don't like. like he's, he's art school. I know, but if if he had just made it three movies and didn't even bother people's minds with that there was a whole thing before, we could have all lived uh, happily lives. But then happy you realize that, that there was not as much money flow coming. Which is why I another reason why I hate the prequels. The prequels create a huge revenue chain, and it also kind of it it's, kind of oversaturated it, the market of like just there was so much Star Wars stuff. I was it, it was a good time, but also like there's that's one of the cheap crap and like garbage and like stuff comes out. Mm-hmm. So. so it ruined everything. I think I mean listening to Dave Filoni talk about Star Wars, I, it, it's the guy who's like he's the guy who's he's drinking the the Kool Aid, you know, oh, yeah. of Star Wars. So so are you? And, and I mean like yeah, I I want to enjoy Star Wars the way Dave Filoni enjoys Star Wars because it it's like it, it gives me hope that like. Maybe there was some good intention in the prequels that that's there and it's just it's just because of commercialization and monetization has just watered down the the the, the true story of the prequels. So like 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 the original trilogy, I love that journey. I love the I it, it, it's like I said, that and Karate Kid and, and my Catholic faith is what molded my morale. Wow. Like, like, con- like, you know, because the concept of, of believing in something that you can't see. I like the, how it's Star Wars, Karate Kid, and then your religion. That was... In that order. <laughs> I have... Not necessarily... Oh, maybe in that order. Um, it's just, you know, everything. Like, in Star Wars, it's talking about, like, you you know, Yoda can move things in X-Wing, you know, or, like, it relates to, like, our faith about time, like, moving mountains, you mm. know, and, you know, mm-hmm. and so, like, but it's that, um, it's that constant theme of, of, of choosing the, 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 the right choice, even though it's the harder choice, mm-hmm. and, and why we do that, and why we, and, like, where I think it's, it's a lot of that mysticism, um, and more morality through mysticism is kind of lost on this generation, you know? I, I mean, in a generation where, like, not to no fault of their own, we it's going up with, I want it and I and I want it now because I can have because I can't have it now. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to watch that episode. If I've said that, like, you know, like imagine like how TV worked. Yeah, you said that, and then you just had to wonder and wait. <laughs> is that episode? When you watch a cartoon, you're like, gonna that come. was a great episode. I guess I'll see that never or re- <laughs> reruns in ten years. Yeah, hopefully. And, you, and even then, you're like, you weren't guaranteed reruns. No, it was just so you're like. Oh, all right. It was just and hope. Then, and then we and then we grew up like all of a sudden there's DVD sets like oh my gosh I, can, I can't watch I can watch them all if I pay three hundred dollars if I only spent sixty dollars for the show that came out ten years ago yeah um, but you know it's that it, there 
there's learning things that I did as a child that developed me into like kind of like to give a broader perspective and to not judge a book by its cover stuff like that I like um, but I digress mm-hmm. as you want me to yes. <laughs> <laughs> I want um, you want to wrap this up um, if you like this podcast please <laughs> like and subscribe it's where I say yeah you do um, give us feedback on on you know maybe uh, shows that you liked and also gives us a feedback if you're watching Moon Knight what your thoughts are I mm-hmm. try, I've saved a lot I'm reading a lot of Moon Knight now to try to give up more feedback later to the end so I figure out I'll give more the comic book version of Moon Knight towards the end mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. show so because I don't know where this show is going yeah the kids are literally coming down the stairs yeah. um this goes out to all you midday parents out there Godspeed Godspeed